Religiosanity. Episode 90. Back with Pastor Andrew. Yeah. And as we continue uh, our alterations between current events and ancient matters or ancient texts, I thought that we can look today again into those uh, Ugaritic texts. Yes. And uh, I'm pulling uh, my own translation, which is into Czech, but I'll be hopefully able to render it in English. Uh, and I thought that we should probably look into uh, the one text, which is about uh, solar eclipse. Or most likely, it's not 100% certain, but uh, it's quite likely that it is about uh, solar eclipse. Uh, and of course, our general understanding of that uh, is um, informing how we translate. It's relatively short uh -huh. text, just few lines. Uh, actually six lines relatively well preserved somehow enigmatic but uh, quite interesting because if it is uh, about a solar eclipse it's probably first recorded solar eclipse ever wow you know, there, of course, were many, many solar eclipses right. before, but this is the first recording of a solar eclipse right. uh, in writing. Uh, and so in the, the translation would be something like that. At six o'clock of the first day of uh, Mand Hiyaru, sun disappeared. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, Dorman was Reshef. Uh, Haruspicium was conducted, or it, uh, divination from liver was conducted. Careful or alert, mm. you know. Uh, danger. So this is it. That's it. That's it. It's, it's just six lines, as I, I, I mentioned, and uh, all of that is a matter of uh, kind of interpretation. Uh, it's a consonantal text without vowels, uh, uh, written in cuneiform on clay tablets. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know for sure that the sun is involved and Mars is involved because that's behind the Dreshev. Uh, but both could be easily uh, deities as well. Right. Uh, and here we see how religion and astronomy, if you wish, uh, kind of permeated each other for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, through the medieval times even <laughs> uh, yeah. with astrology. Uh, so, um, but very likely it is this, and uh, it is actually recording of, uh, of, of the solar eclipse, because there are indications that uh, there is an uh, also attempt to date it. 
that we have here time uh, description. So we have right, uh, right. sun, Mars, or deities of sun and uh, deities, uh, deity of uh, Mars, Reshef. Uh, and we have here a uh, clear uh, way of indicating time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this, this is a dumb question, but at this time they were they were doing time with like sundials and stuff like that. Yes, in in some way they were measuring time uh, based upon the movement of sun over uh, the, the dome of sky. Mm -hmm. uh, but that is also uh, an um, and and. Thing which is kind of loaded in this text mm. uh, because here we have like uh, here we are in uh, northern Syria and if this was uh, an uh, eclipse then uh, counting the days counting the months for instance counting the time would be uh, predominantly based upon Egyptian way of uh, uh, counting the time and and um, uh, and calendar, uh -huh. uh, using uh, their own uh, terminology for yeah. months, uh, and and we can kind of uh, extrapolate uh, against you know when individual months of different names were starting and and all of that has been done. Uh, number of times and there is this discussion going on whether it was or was not but number of indications fr from this text are actually pointing towards uh, that it, it it was and it it can be kind of uh, using our uh, using our uh, modern uh, computers it can be recreated the position of um, ephemerates you know the position of planets and mm -hmm. and 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 the position of the sky dome mm -hmm. uh, over uh, not precisely because uh, earth is wobbling mm -hmm. a little bit and uh, the distance between Earth and Moon is constantly expanding, mm. but uh, this can actually help. And astronomers made uh, noises that th this recording can actually help them to make more accurate this projection of how that rotation. Uh, and precession of Earth and, and other things uh, actually progressed mm -hmm. uh, through the history. Mm -hmm. uh, what what we can do uh, with our computers is extrapolation. But if you add this as a, a datum, like an information into yeah. that, then everything in between this point and our current time is interpolation which is more precise right well when you are doing extrapolation you are assuming that uh you know certain processes are regular say you know and so you are projecting over yeah. the edge yeah 
of what you know. While uh, if you have further out point, then you are interpolating and uh, you can, you, you know those points, you know your current, you know all those recordings before our times, and then you know that one mm -hmm. outlaying data over there. And that's, uh, that's why it is interesting also for, uh, uh, for astronomers. Yeah. And uh, it looks like this was uh, uh, an eclipse which happened in Ugarit on the 5th of March, uh, 1223, before Common Era, at uh, early afternoon, 1320 uh, time. Mm -hmm local time um, that will be almost half past one for Americans <laughs> um, there there are several other candidates but this one is the most uh, most probable partly by again we don't have the fuller list for instance of uh, of um, Ugaritic months but uh, we know enough uh, mm. of them uh, so that we can create a list of 10 months in a row. And Hiyaru uh, will be uh, their seventh month. And when you extrapolate again uh, backwards, because their year started like in hebrew calendar with rosh hashanah mm -hmm. and that is in autumn mm -hmm. so when you project those seven months you will end up in uh you will end up in march mm. so the the counting of hours would 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 here probably correspond to egyptian if it is really what it is speaking uh, that it was at six but uh six would here correspond to early afternoon because the day was counted um, uh, in Egypt uh, into 12 parts of the day, 10 parts of the night and dawn and dusk uh, at the beginning of day and at the end of day. So mm. has been already 24 hours, mm. 12, 10, with two, mm. you know, also 12. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, if you count six from after dusk, <laughs> you end up roughly in the afternoon, or very, very early afternoon. And considering the uh, that proximity to uh, uh, vernal equinox in March, we are slowly getting there. Uh, that looks really that sixth hour will be like one o'clock or mm -hmm. something like that. And then using computers uh, and uh, kind of extrapolating in this case still, uh, you can see that in that area it will happen roughly at this time, mm -hmm. like uh, 120 mm -hmm. plus minus. A uh, few minutes 
So that's uh, that's one thing, you know. And we know uh, again, you know, uh, the the we, we we can have like a basic idea of the list of uh, solar eclipses in that uh, historical period right. in that location, right? With the understanding uh, that that uh, band of totality. Uh, based upon what I mentioned, you know, slowing yeah. of the rotations and all these other things, variables will be moving up and down uh, yeah. Yeah. somehow substantially, uh, you, you know, but uh, still, you know, that Middle East, <laughs> at least, uh, saw eclipses in uh, in. 1406 before Kamenera, 1375, 1340, and this uh, 1223. And, um, you know, most likely it was this uh, last one, 1223, Mm. uh, because the time sits well with that. If we, like, extrapolate here, uh, like, within the Ugaritic tradition, that And it is further confirmed because here we hear that's that interesting detail that the doorman was Reshef. And uh, that would mean that there is some um, proximity or something like that of the planet Mars. Wow. And it fits with this particular. Yeah. Uh, it fits with this particular um, uh, eclipse. Yeah. Because uh, planet Mars was relatively close to Sun, and that way we can also kind of guess that it was a total eclipse because otherwise you would not be able to see that planet that close i i don't know uh, mm. i i think that someone calculated it and it was just few degrees away from that so um, but can it also be somebody who is not exactly knowledgeable uh mistaking the moon for mars no <laughs> no, 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 that, that's, uh, that, that is not, uh, that they, they knew their planets uh, uh, better than New Yorkers with their uh, light polluted skies, yeah. uh, you, you know, and even here you can clearly see moon and you can clearly see uh, Mars and so mm. on, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, so no, and 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 here you see that kind of permeation, like I mentioned earlier, of mythology or religious uh, ideas uh, mm-hmm. and religion, and what we would start calling or what is emerging science, because uh, here that Mars is clearly personified by being an doorman, yeah, or being. The, the one which is kind of like introducing uh, this this spectacle, yeah, being in a close proximity to uh, to that fully right. solar uh, to that full solar eclipse. I personally experienced that a few years ago. Uh, we went to Kentucky, right. and that was an uh, awe-inspiring experience. Uh, 
definitely worthy of, of that travel. And in just a year and a half or less than that, uh, we will have that uh, opportunity not directly in New York City, but oh. in, in New York State. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. Canada, it, it goes all the solar eclipse, the band of totality uh, will go from uh, southwest, I think Texas or somewhere there, all the way through Canada, oh. uh, Great Lakes and uh, northern part of, of New York State uh, will have this band of totality. Mm. The weather is not there good and I think it will be in in spring like uh, uh, around Easter time mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I think in April yeah so the, the, this, this is just an interesting thing and also showing us like that cosmopolitan nature of the culture in Ugarit because here you have a mixing of uh, time counting from two different sources from mm. Babylonia and from Egypt so from Babylonia mm. you have this uh, beginning of the year and starting to count months uh, in a certain way uh, like it is done until now by our Jewish neighbors yeah that's not their specific that's a Semitic uh, thing going back to Babylonia <laughs> Uh, and then uh, influence of counting uh, counting the beginning of the month and counting hours uh, by Egyptian way. Uh, maybe they received that kind of general calendar from Babylon while they received the uh, hours <laughs> from mm -hmm. uh, they received the hours from uh, uh, from Egypt. And in a way, you can say that it is true until today, somehow. Because we are counting months and we are counting uh, right. the, 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 the way we are counting based upon Babylonian practice. Yeah. And uh, time is still counted into 24 hours, just like Egyptians yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh, it it settled that way yeah. still. So this this is an interesting uh, insight offered to us and and preparing um, for for uh, solar eclipse. If if our listeners uh, have uh, any opportunity to uh, to visit uh, solar eclipse at least once in a lifetime, uh, I would very strongly recommend that. Uh, the traveling somewhere where you have a good chance of clear sky that's another yeah, thing yeah. and uh, it's not happening as often as uh, lunar eclipses they are much more common uh, and the chances of that happening in a place where you live are uh, very very slim mm -hmm. but uh, you can always find a way of traveling to a place where it is uh, visible and it's not prohibitively difficult. Uh, astronomers and solar eclipse uh, 
geeks they they travel to antarctica or yeah, <laughs> all over yeah. the world they yeah. fly uh or go for cruises uh, and so on and so forth uh i i'm not suggesting that and yeah. i'm not one of those yeah. but that one experience we had in kentucky uh kind of uh prepared me or gave me incentive to uh to think about uh seriously thinking of traveling somewhere uh next year yeah or in two years yeah uh 2024 but you are a, a very good photographer so you you have an extra worry uh you can't just enjoy the eclipse you tr you're trying to get good shots the <laughs> uh, and there are so many different tools these days you yeah. can have uh, so for instance uh, thankfully with with cell phones for instance it has GPS so it knows your exact location mm. and can e uh, you know then different apps can uh, easily calculate for you when that eclipse is coming how long it'll last in a place where you are and so on and so forth and it is actually an interesting experience of photographing it. I, I did that in, in Kentucky. And uh, so you need this sturdy uh, tripod, yeah. <laughs> uh, long lens, uh, if you want to. It depends how and what do you want to photograph uh, yeah. when you are photographing it. Uh, so uh, uh, like tele, uh, tele lens, you know, long lens uh, and good uh, solar filter uh and and patience uh mm -hmm. and uh and quick and quick quick movements when you have to no because you set it up and oh. you know how it is uh, the sun is slowly progressing uh. like sun is uh, going over and then you see uh, how uh, how the moon is starting to cover it and and through the that filter in, in your camera you can observe that very very nicely mm. You know, it's it's really um, it's it's really uh, awe-inspiring. Yeah. Uh, while uh, no, as it comes slowly covering the 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 the, the, the sun, it it gives you that kind of uh, appreciation of astronomy mm -hmm. and understanding how it is happening. But when the totality comes, uh, it's an awe-inspiring. Oh, I bet. Uh, because suddenly uh, that shadow is coming over the countryside. You can see <sighs> it. And then it is really like uh, a night. And you can feel the cold breeze. Wow. Like for a moment, not for yeah. long, you know, but you uh, you can have appreciation how much uh, actually the sun is warming the, yeah. the earth, how much energy is coming from sun uh, our way, yeah. uh, that even the shadow of a moon on such relatively narrow band of yeah. land can yeah. create this kind of effect. Uh, it's, it's interesting. And then seeing... Uh, seeing all the corona and uh, purplish prominences solar prominences mm -hmm. which are like those eruptions uh, mm -hmm. which you can see uh, it's it, it's 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 just marvelous uh, yeah. and uh, i've mentioned here you have that uh, kind of combination of religion 
or mythology and science or emerging science. But also you have here a cult present because you have here that haruspicium, the, that confirmation or um, it's, it's just one line, you know, or two lines uh, there present. Uh, that uh, haruspicium was conducted you know the oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, inspection of livers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and we discussed that I think in some of our earlier uh, earlier episodes yes. how divination was uh, conducted and what were the categories of divination. So, uh, haruspicium was considered to be one uh, of uh, the more trustworthy, you know, uh, way of divination. So they felt compelled to do the liver uh, examination and the result was danger you know, mm -hmm. or be aware huh. or something like that. Uh, so that's, uh, that's also uh, something we've discussed about uh, Ugaritic religion, Ugaritic literature and I would say almost religion in general, that there is this constant intermixing of categories, yeah, which uh, from enlightenment or something like that, we started to divide into its own categories. So this is religion, this is science, this is, uh, this is mythology, this is cult, uh, this is divination, this is... Uh, 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 heavenly sign and actually reading these and and don't get me wrong uh, all these uh, categories are helpful they are helping us to understand it but at the same time we need to appreciate from these ancient texts and even until now that in the lives of religion and in the lives of people it is never really this strictly subdivided it's always coming together mm. these things overlap they infuse one another and you cannot simply surgically yeah. subdivide these yeah. categories and say now I'm scientist now yeah. I am person of uh, religious person the person of faith now I am doing this now I am doing that uh, that's not how how life was back then <laughs> and I would say it's not how life is even now mm -hmm. and uh, it, it also shows that religion was actually the moving vehicle which brought us science yeah uh, or, you, you know, that kind of yeah. curiosity yeah. was there and it led into further and further development yes. of that. And yes. on the other hand, astronomy has been very uh, always uh, uh, quite closely associated uh, with, uh, with religion mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and with culture. So that's, that's one of the things I, I, I want to mention here. Yeah. And they, they, they came almost, you know, together. 
and any attempts of dividing them uh, strictly is can can be harmful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's fun to just imagine what these people were thinking that this was. Uh, probably some of them had never seen anything like this, and. Uh, it's 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 fun when when we are able to see them now see have this experience now and you were able to have one a couple years ago and just to connect with the ancient people like that through this text mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's interesting and 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 peter i think that it, it depends where you look at the at the scale or at the different uh groups within that society uh, because there were clearly professionals who were able not at this time I don't know whether at this time or we have no traces of that but later on who were able to calculate these uh, these events mm. and and so they clearly had some working theory how it works because they were able to predict right. eclipses. Right. But they were still believing in, in that gods were associated with these planets, though. Mm -hmm. So when they believe that the god is is some is mad and that's why he's taking away the you know. It has some meaning beyond just science, right? I, I think that you are time. you are already going down from those levels of those experts I just described <laughs> to those who had much less understanding. Interesting. And and then there was really definitely a level of the society which was highly superstitious. There were highly erudite experts who were able relatively soon after this you know a few centuries later were able to calculate uh, moon and uh. Uh, sun eclipses and predict them reliably uh, with their understanding which was not ours yeah but uh, they're able to do that then there were people who were at least partly influenced by that knowledge uh, and uh, oriented in their world relatively well. And then there were people who were just uh, living their lives and were highly susceptible to all sorts of superstitions mm -hmm. and, and other things. And those who were able to calculate it and share it, say, with their leaders and so on, can perhaps even use that, uh, like it is hinted here and there in, uh, in films and, and stories, uh, you, you know, to influence popular mood and present themselves as, as uh, with magical knowledge. Mm-hmm terming their, say, decisions so that they can utilize some of the events on the mm -hmm. dome, especially as uh, Dome of Sky, uh, especially as uh, unique as, say, eclipses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And use the superstition of people. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I think that that's expectable or almost possible. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 one thing. Uh, uh, 
to, to, to answer your question, yeah. you, you know, yeah. that there, there was this uh, whole, whole spectrum of, 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 of people. Mm. Uh, and uh, Just like now. Almost like now, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it is a uh, responsibility and duty of, of those uh, in, in, in decision-making levels of the society to not uh, abuse uh, that, yeah. but to... Uh, to lead the rest of the society in 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 understanding. Yeah, this speaks to to, to my current concerns uh, from completely different part of the world uh, in Hawaii, where there is this uh, enormous uh, uh, and absolutely unfortunate uh, uh, animosity against uh, astronomy among the native Hawaiian population. Mm. Astronomers uh, have their uh, observatories on Mauna Kea because it's one of the best places around the world uh, to actually build uh, Earth-based observatories. And they are planning to build their now for a number of years, so-called 30-meter telescope, uh, the biggest uh, current uh, Earth-based telescope. And the local people, for many different reasons, and out of spite, uh, are trying to, and successfully, uh, now for several years uh, to block the building of that claiming uh, cultural and religious reasons because unfortunately uh, the native Hawaiians uh, had um, many of their elites intellectual religious scientific elites uh, eliminated so what you are dealing now with uh, are those who are so-called cultural practitioners. <laughs> That's their the, the, their way they are describing themselves. Uh, but very often with a very little or minimal real understanding of uh, original Hawaiian religion mm. and culture. Interestingly, the high priestess of one of the temples in Big Island is a big supporter of building of that uh, telescope. But that is that uh, problem that uh, that culture was uprooted. its elites uh, disappeared or were swallowed over by the American culture yeah. and uh, or Christian culture. And, and so those who are now trying to recreate that, they, they have these kind of uh, uh, pipe dreams about, you know, how the religion really functioned back then. And uh, uh, Mauna Kea was holy mountain and therefore don't touch it. 
Mm. It's kapu. It's untouchable. Which is not fully truth. And the other thing is that I can imagine that ancient Hawaiians would definitely welcome any kind of uh, close working with astronomers. Specifically astronomers, because astronomy they were using for navigation. They were able to navigate across the whole Pacific. So they were themselves excellent uh, astronomers, mm. you, you know, or astrologers or uh, star navigators. And, and learning more about the stars would be definitely very top on their, uh, you know, priorities. And, uh, and as we see it even here on Ugaritic texts, uh, religion and astronomy <laughs> yeah. have been always meshed together. So... Uh, yeah. I am here doing substantial extrapolation across the entire world, almost or halfway around the world. But uh, generally, you can you can make this statement uh, that astronomy and religion are closely associated in in any places where you have this uh, open sky. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you, you you have it in the Bible, you have it in Ugaritic texts, yeah. you have it in a medieval Europe, you, you have it uh, throughout the world. Uh, so, pitting against each other, uh, astronomy and yeah. religion or culture is just extremely short-sighted yeah. and painful to fair. see. Yeah. So, and, and my heart is with... Uh, the original native culture, you know, I, I, I'm trying to learn the Hawaiian language. Uh, uh, I, I'm deeply respectful to their religious traditions, which I want to, uh, I'm learning and trying to, uh, to, to study and, and respect. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's painful to it's observe. Painful. And the other thing is that I know that those astronomers especially true astronomers, not administrators yeah. of observatories and, yeah. and, and so on, uh, that those are deeply they thoughtful respect. and respectful of, uh, old, uh, of all, all those cultures. Yeah. For instance, uh, uh, signs in... Uh, Signs in, uh, you, you know, like you have the informative signs uh, around the uh, planetaria or around those observatories and, and so on. Those were probably the first bilingual signs mm. I've ever seen in mm. Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, both Hawaiian and English or mm -hmm. English and Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and meticulously done. Mm. Uh, while almost everywhere else uh, it is just in English mm. and so that's uh, sad. That's sad. It's, it's, it's really sad that mm. uh, these, these two uh, areas astronomy and religion or, and, and culture you know, which yeah. can uh, cooperate, collaborate and support one another uh, are unfortunately here uh, pitted against each other. Yeah. Well, 
You've given us a lot to think about, as always. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.